I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Guido Nunez. Uh, Guido is a real estate entrepreneur who has been featured in many podcasts, uh, lucky to get him here on mine, and most recently spoke at the Multifamily Masters Summit. Uh, Guido, thanks for coming on the show today. I really appreciate your time. Oh, for sure. Happy to be here. Yeah. So I was w- hoping that you could just kind of give us a little bit of your background, tell us your story, and then we'll kind of dive into to whatever you feel like is the most important parts. Yeah. So uh, like you said, my name is Guido Nunez. I'm founder of Christina Wealth Partners. We're a real estate investment venture. Uh, right now, we are all active looking for additional real estate investments in different fast appreciated markets like Texas and Arizona. Uh, we are in short of 200 doors right now, all on the active JV or GP side, and we're just looking to continue to, to grow. Uh, but I, I think for, you know, um, all your listeners, I think the most important piece of what we've done is we've been able to uh, grow and do all this uh, success while still having a full-time W-2 job. So that, that's kind of been um, the, the the happiness, I guess, to put it a different way. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, I mean, that's very impressive. I know, uh, I, I know firsthand how, you know, the, the amount of time it takes and in, in sort of building your schedule around that in order to be able to invest in real estate. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about how that's worked for you, how you've made it work uh, and been able to be that successful in real estate while also maintaining your job? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, um, I think, you uh, it first happened when I was laid off in like 2011 or 12 or some point like that. And I just started figure, trying to understand how I can take more control of my future uh, and not have it kind of fall into, you know, one person's decisions or, you know, the corporate uh, acts and be kind of a victim of that. So uh, I just, you know, returned back to corporate America after I was laid off. And then I started figuring out, like, how can I do some sort of investment thing? And I kind of fell into the, the, the first trap of, of uh, what everybody says, you know, I don't have time, you know, it's either that or I don't have money. Right. And, you know, I don't have time was the one that was always in my head. It's like, I don't have time. I have a full-time job. I can't do it. Um, and then I, I just, um, around that time, a movie came out and it's one of my favorite movies. It's called uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. And in the movie, you know, Will Smith kind of says, um, I had to learn how to do in six hours what everyone else did in nine. And it just kept resonating in my head throughout, you know, the months and, and years. And I just started thinking into myself, it's maybe I'm just valuing time differently. And so I just started trying to figure out and realize that like in, in a whole day, as we go through there, there is kind of the core things that we have to get done to get our job objectives completed. And then outside of that, it's just, there's a lot of fluff in it. Yeah. 
And then on top of the fluff, there's just a lot of bullshit in there. And if we just cut through all that and just get to the core of what we need to do to get our job done, we'll actually find that we have more time than we think we are, you know? And so once I started valuing time differently, um, I realized that I can do a lot more things. Um, I can, you know, network more. I can read more. Um, I started realizing that, um, you know, doing simple things like walking my dog, for example, or running or jogging uh, could be done simultaneously with a podcast book. Right. The drive home in traffic didn't have to be listening to like the radio. It could be calling a, uh, a connection yep. and uh, making a, a strong uh, new tie there. And so I just started valuing time more for what it was. It's, it's uh, the efficiency of it. And when I had a little bit um, of it, I made the most um, of it. And so that's kind of how I started getting more out of my days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just, it's, you know, everybody has, the, the same amount of time, right? Yeah. Well, the same amount of time in the day. And so you can, uh, to me, it's like, I, I look at people like yourself and, and other, you know, successful investors and well, if, if other people can do it, then why can't I do it? And yeah. so it's just a matter of what you're choosing to do with that time yeah. and, you know, kind of making the most of it. And that's, you know, like I said, a lot of our day is is probably time wasted in reality or or a lot of people's you know most people's days are time wasted and so it's a matter of figuring out how to take that wasted time and use it effectively like yeah exactly exactly and it doesn't mean that you know that we're doing things that we don't enjoy and we're miserable and all we're doing is working because sometimes i'll get that question it's just like excuse me um like, geez, I, I get tired of uh, all the things you're doing. And I'm just like, I, yeah, you know, it's sure it's, it's, there's a lot that happens in the day, but it's not like I'm miserable. Like I'm having fun doing it. Right. right. Yeah. I'm meeting a lot of new people. There's a lot of idea generation. Um, and I'm just making the most of everything. And, you know, wh- one thing that I, I don't think we, we talk enough about um, is that, um, um, once you hit financial freedom and you still have a W-2 job, you're, you're happier, right? You, you go to your job, um, you're there because you want to be there, not because you have to be there, not because the grind makes you be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just happy. You know, you're there because you want to be there. And I've, you know, uh, joke around a lot more and, and I'm just in a better mood all in all. So there, there's a lot of intrinsics that come once you start hitting that financial freedom. Absolutely. And it's, it's a, I would say, tell me if you disagree, but I I would also say it kind of puts you in a, in a position of power in a way in that, you know, people say you want to, for example, people say you want to look for, if you're going to switch jobs, you want to have a new job before you, you know, kind of move on to the next job. So essentially if you're, if you're working for a W2, and you're already financially free because you have, you know, whatever it is on the side, if it's investing yeah. in real estate. Now, when it comes time to, if you, if you want to switch jobs or it's time to renegotiate your contract and things like mm-hmm. that, you, you don't have to do it from a position of fear. You mm-hmm. do it from a position of, hey, I, I'm here because I want to be yeah. and because, and I provide this value to the company. So yeah. I think it's, it definitely changes your 
uh, your mindset and your perspective on, on how you approach your job. Like you said, you're just, you're now you're doing it because you want to, and you're happy. And it's not like, oh, if I don't do this, I can't eat or don't have a place to live. It, it's a much more, exactly. um, you know, positive perspective on it, I would say. Yeah. All in all in life in total and everything. And, um, you know, I, I think that's like one of the things that we don't talk about um, enough um, among the people who have achieved financial freedom is like we, we don't talk enough about the intrinsics, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of extra, I guess, material things um, that are wordish, I guess, but not enough about how much happiness you kind of feel once you, once you get it, because you do, in fact, feel like free. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not it. it it really is the time freedom, right? It's not like, it's not like, oh, I feel so much happier because I have a pile of money or something like it's, yeah, it's exactly. really just, it's what, what that money and what that, that time disconnected money yeah. means to you, right? It, you don't have to put in more work to get it. And so, you know, you know, it sort of really frees you up. It's just, it does make everything easier. And I know, you know, you touched on this and I think it's a kind of an important topic. You touched on how, at least initially, how how much you're doing right you're you're yeah. you know you've got your w2 job you're also working on your real estate business you know yeah. sort of when you can in between and people wonder well don't you get tired how do you do and and you said you know you, you alluded to the fact that well now it's something you're passionate about right so you're, right. you're enjoying what you're doing in there right. but I, I think and i think that's 100 percent true so if if getting into real estate investing makes you miserable well don't don't do that Right? Like, yeah, don't, don't yeah. fill your time with that or, or be a passive investor or something like that. So if, if yeah. it's, if it's, you're spending that time unhappy, well, don't, don't do that. Don't add yeah. that to yourself. But at the same time, I think also realizing that over time, you're making an investment in yourself and that that time is an investment in yourself and it's going to get easier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So a couple of years down the road, as you build your, your portfolio, your passive income increases, well, now you don't have to be hustling all the time and you can start to now put in the, the things that you really want to do with that time. Right. You know, family yep. or whatever it is you're trying to trying to free that up for. So it's it's all about, you know, that investment. And and it's been shown over and over again just by, you know, looking around that it can be done right? It's, it's an achievable thing. You know, you, you have enough time. If you, if you make the time you prioritize. Yeah. Very, very, very true. I mean, there's a book, Casual Quadrant. I kind of said the, the quote, like the, 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 it was by Robert K. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like uh, the more my dad got successful, the more time he had. Right. Uh, and, and you would think it would be the opposite, right? It, right. it, it makes sense of what we were talking about. Like the more, the more you invest in this type of financial freedom, the more time you have yep. um, to do the things that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. If you if you keep taking on more and more jobs or more and more, you know, non-passive side hustles, well, yep, yeah, you're going to use up your time, and you're eventually not going to have enough time to to do more. But if you can take those jobs and take the the money and put it into you know kind of your investments, that's that's what's really going to be freeing. I actually. Um, you mentioned Robert Kiyosaki. He was, I don't know, a month ago was on the Bigger Pockets podcast, and I listened right to that one. And he said something that hit me, like so. It just it was just so perfect of description of what I was sort of feeling or what I've been feeling right now. 
And he said, I have businesses so that I can take that money and invest it. Yeah. Right. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what you do, right? You work to get your money into investments. And so you're switching which of those cash flow quadrants you are actually in from, you know, employee, business owner, whatever it is to the, to the investor one. So um, it was that, that struck me because I've, I've realized, or I've, I've felt recently that it's like, it's almost like an addiction now it's like any of the money i make working in in my w2 job i just want to pump it into investments and 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 start to make that money work for me and it's a it's a process that i wished i started years ago but but here it is yeah yeah Yeah. i mean the old adage right it's like you don't make money when you're sleepy and you'll work for the rest of your life yeah yeah it's it's a and it's I think people are resistant to it at first, but once they realize it's, it's like, once you start doing it and you realize how effective it is yeah. and it's like, that's, you, you can see that, you know, almost that light at the end of the tunnel, like, Hey, I've made, you know, I did one investment. I've got this much passive cash flow Now, if I do, you know, three more, look, yeah. at, look at where I'll be at. So it just, yeah. and, and the money compounds and the time compound. I mean, it, it's really yeah. just a great, uh, <laughs> the best kind of snowball effect that you can imagine. So it, yeah, it, it yeah, works yeah. very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, tell me a little bit about about your real estate business. Kind of what what's your role? What you're doing with your portfolio? Um, kind of how you you said you got you have about a hundred or two hundred units. Kind of mm-hmm. how did that come about? Uh, and and what's like I said, what's your role? So uh, I'm I'm principal. Depending on which um, asset we're working on, which deal we're working on. Um, I'll take some sort of active role uh, in the deal, um, also GP and syndications. The one that we're working right now, we're working in Arizona, Texas. We're looking for a mid-sized property. On that one there, uh, I'm leading it with a JV partnership. And so um, we'll, I'll do everything from like the underwriting, um, work with the brokers, the relationships, try to source and size the deals and bring it all, um, all together. So uh, it just depends on the deals of what role yeah. I'll take, you know. Yeah, great. And are you doing syndication, or are you you're mostly doing joint ventures? Joint ventures, yeah, yeah. That's I, I, it's a nice a joint venture. I think is I mean they're they're I feel very different joint venture yeah. syndication and the, the joint venture is just a lot simpler. Uh, you can is. have a smaller number of partners. You don't have to go through all the <laughs> SEC legal stuff. It's it's just an easier thing to get done. Yeah, it is. I mean, puts in, you know, plus or minus, puts and takes on, on JVs. Uh, obviously, if you're, par- you're limited to the capital of your partnerships, right. that, that's really it. But, um, you know, it could still be lucrative. But obviously, with syndications, you can cast a wider net. Right. Um, but uh, for now, we're doing JVs. We'll, we'll eventually go back to syndications. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I think it's a, it's a good, uh, it's almost good to have a mix of them. It, it just whatever partnership structure works for the particular deal. Yeah. I think you just do whatever makes sense. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think also depend depends on the, because I've met people who were, they only want to be LPs, right? Right. And so, you know, I'll enter them in my investor um, spreadsheet with LPs, right? They're like, they want to be LPs. And I've met some that they want to roll in the partnership. So then I know, okay, they're more like, joint ventures Um, and then i know i'll know the sponsors or syndicators that um are leading the the big asset buys and then they i may want to raise for them you know at some point so i'll have the relationships there 
So it, it just allows you to pivot in different ways, depending on what you want to do. Right now, we're doing the JVs. We have the right partners for that. Um, but next year, we may want to, I may want to pivot again and raise and go back to syndications. And so just having some options, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you sort of touched on just the, the networking component of that, you know, if yeah, knowing, it's huge, huge. knowing as many people as you can and, and understanding what, what their investment goals are and what their journey is. And so, yeah, you, yeah. You know, people that want to be completely passive, yeah. great. Then, then they're, they're right there for LPs. Yeah. And there's people that want to have that bigger hands-on role. So it's, it's just, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you sort of mentioned that. Yeah. It is huge. And that's one of the things that, you know, I always tell uh, investors that want to get into the more of the active side of the business is uh, build your network. That's probably one of the biggest things you can possibly do because, uh, um, you know, if, if you don't have the capital, you can find a deal. Um, and if you have a network, you can raise the capital, right, with someone else. And in e either way, you can do it. It doesn't take a lot of money. You just got to build your network. And that's probably one of the most important things that you can do. Yeah. In the yep. business absolutely you just yeah, yeah it's your i feel like we keep keep coming up with all these different uh you know real estate sayings but yeah your, <laughs> your network is your net worth <laughs> yeah there, there's, there's yeah i mean cliche but it's true yeah yeah it's, uh, it's, it's true it's very I mean, true I, I, and i think it it's especially when you're looking at multifamily and you know larger deals it's definitely a team sport. There's no, yeah. it's really nearly impossible to do it on your own. So it just, Oh yeah. It, it, to, yeah, for fun. sure. Uh, I can't think how many times I've looked into my network, uh, digital Rolodex and just figure out like, who do I know that can help me do X, Y, Z and I'll find somebody, um, or they'll refer me as somebody that knows something and, and I'll figure it out. You know, before it was alien, it's like, there's no way that this could be done, but now it's just like, if you, if you have that different mindset, it was like, instead of it can't be done to, you know, how can I do it? Right. Um, it, it all comes in play, but it, it falls back again with making sure you have a big enough a network. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. Get it done. So, so important. So important. Yeah. Well, we do let, let's uh, shift gears a little bit here. I'll, and we'll go to, you know, sort of the portion of the podcast where I'd like to ask each guest kind of the same set of questions. Yeah. Um, the first one is, based on the name of the show being know your why. So I like to ask everybody, you know, what is your why? What, what drives you? What, what pushes you towards the success and working a W2 job as, as well as, uh, you know, being a real estate investor? Uh, you know, I, I just want to have, just feel free. Like, I just want to wake up one day and, and just feel like um, I don't want to go to my job. And I just want to um, sit on, on the beach with my uh, my tablet or something, and I'm just gonna do business from there. And 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 doing so, it's not gonna affect anything. The lifestyle that my family has, my kids have, their future, and having that freedom just kind of drives me every day. Um, be, be, because I I think as we've kind of gone through the years and decades, we're always taught to just you know get a job get a paycheck, pay your taxes. And we all, we almost become slaves to our paychecks and the things that we own. So just being able to get up one day and just be like, you know what? I don't feel like I'm gonna do this and nothing's gonna change, you know, cause nothing owns you. Um, that, that bring, that drives me a lot, you know? And, and now I feel, almost feel like 
because my my passive income now has rivaled now my w2 income now i kind of sit back and i'm just like well what's next (laughs) and that excites me a lot because what is next right and so now i started thinking because i feel so young like what is next and so my why continues to always evolve like what's next yeah no, that's, that's great. I was going to ask you uh, just sort of a little follow-up to that one. Do you have, do you have a number in mind? You don't have to say the number. I'm just curious. Do you have a, a number in mind when you think you will be, you know, sort of free or is that just going to be a feeling one day that you'll say, yeah, I did it. I'm good now. I can, <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Yeah. You know, that's a great question because I, I've asked myself that same question. Um, you know, I work in an industry where, you know, I feel blessed, you know, like we, we make well into the six figures. Yeah. So when my passive income now rivaled that, it, it felt like I accomplished something. I don't know if there is a number. There, always a no, there is, is always a number, right? Um, I just feel it's just a feeling, just a feeling where I am just satisfied with what I've done in my W2 job. And I just want to do something else. And it's all in my, on my terms, not because somebody dictated it. Um, yeah, I just don't have a number. And I think that's good. Yeah, no. It I, makes it just feel more hungry to continue. Yeah. And I think it's funny because I, I also don't have a number. There's not like a, yeah. I feel like there's going to be this number where I'm like, perfect. Now I flip yeah. a switch and I don't work in a W2. Yeah. But I think it's, it's an interesting, you know, sort of, mindset there because I think some people do some people think you yeah. know when I get to this number of doors or this this amount of monthly cash flow but I when I started when I started you know, sort of my journey into real estate that's what I, I tried to do that I, I was sort of told set a set a goal so you have tangible goals and you have yeah. uh you know this so I I did it wrote it down on paper and then I was losing sight of why I actually, I lost sight of my why because I was so set on, I got to get to these certain milestones by this certain amount of time. And and, yeah. and I think I think having goals are really important, but I also think like having goals that are dictated by what you actually want out of life. And, you know, if, if, if what you want out of life is to leave your W-2 job as quickly as possible, then yeah, yeah maybe you have to say, this is how much money I need to make that yeah, happen. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think uh, it's kind of a nice situation to be in where it's, that's not really necessarily my goal to yeah. never do, <laughs> never do surgery again. Like that's not, yeah. That's not yeah. Yeah. And I was, yeah. And you're right. Cause it depends. Cause you know, some people may have, may not like their job and their goal is to leave that, that grind and find right. a new passion and this may be it. And that's the goal that they could pay all the bills. And so they make the, they, make that transition. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Second question then is, can you tell us something about yourself that, that isn't common knowledge, maybe, uh, a special skill that you have or a hobby that you're trying to develop something that, that maybe just not everybody knows about you. Uh, I am a second degree black belt. Oh, wow. Uh, that probably, yeah, isn't well, well, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I have no martial arts background. Yeah. So I hear things like that. I know, I just know it takes a long time to get to that level. So. Yeah. It took a long time. Yeah. It took a long time. I, you I still, I, are you still, I, I, yeah, I don't. Um, I finished once I got my second degree, I stopped. 
I took running. Uh, I just finished my fourth marathon on Sunday. And uh, was that New York? Was New no York? LA? Oh, okay. Yeah, which will, by the way, I'd love to do New York. Yeah, if I got a chance to do it, I think there's a raffle or something. Have I've entered done, it. No, in Boston, I, I won't qualify. <laughs> I'm not that fast. You will qualify. So I did Boston, but you can, you can uh, do it through charity. So I didn't I didn't qualify time wise either. But yeah, you you can uh, sign up through a charity and charity. and get in that way. It's just, I'm from Boston, so it, it meant a lot to me. Oh, right on. It's, uh, it's, it's a great course. I, I think doing New York would also be awesome like that. Just yeah. like that, you know, it's so kind of historic and iconic running through the boroughs. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, good for you. That's uh that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So next question is how how can people reach you? What what's the best way when people hear this and they want to reach out to you and connect? Uh how, how would you advise them to do that? Yeah, they could just send me an email at uh, Guido at the W2 investor. I'll reply with my candle and we'll set some time to talk. You can just follow me on Instagram as well at the W2investor.com. Um, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's up on my screen as well. <laughs> <laughs> right there in the background. Yeah. And we'll put in the show notes. So it'll, oh, it'll cool. be able to. So awesome. And then Guido, final question for yeah. you is, what, what piece of advice would you give to someone who is maybe a couple of years behind you in their journey? Uh, you know, in how would you inspire them or motivate them to, to reach the level of success that you have? Um, you know, I, I, I would say that if, if I can build the same amount of passive income that my salary does while having a W-2 job, anybody can do it. Um, you got to value your time differently. You got to be more disciplined at the beginning and build your network. Um, and I'd say it's a little bit cliche, but you got to believe in yourself as well. Yeah. No, I, I, that that's a. <laughs> I feel like that's huge. Just yeah, a little bit of self belief because because yeah. there are going to be people that will give you some negative feedback on it. In the, in the, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hit roadblocks, and you're gonna you know there's going to be times when it's hard. So you need to you need to believe in what you're doing and um, yeah you know but. <laughs> Set self selfish plug know your why you need to be able to have a strong why as to why yeah. you want to push through when and, it's and that's a great point you have to know your why because there's going to be a lot of down days as yeah. well and the why kind of helps you pick yourself back up yeah yeah it's not it's not going to be easy the whole way yeah it's, yeah but it's but it's worth it i think it, it, it is worth it yeah worth it at the end of the day yeah um well let me let me just pick your brain and follow up to that yeah. You mentioned networking a couple of times. How do you, what would you give people advice on that? How would you uh, suggest that, that people build their network? Um, you know, I do it a, a few ways, but I've, I've kind of found like the, the biggest one that has been the most, bear, the most fruit is, is conferences. Um, and then when you go to conferences, you, you can't be shy. You got to shake a lot of hands, get a lot of, it's cards or, or I don't know, there's a name for it where you kind of bump yourself on to, <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah, I have found myself in lunches with uh, developers and somehow I finagled my way into, to sit with them. And um, from there, just a lot more contacts, like good ones. Um, and I'm appreciative of people like that, that are able to teach you, give you advice talk to you um and and you can do it other ways and on facebook uh social media um connect with people that you know but i think for me on a personal level 
um, it, it's really the conferences has been the ones who have springboarded me multiple times um, from there. Yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, face to face. Yeah, are you to do your own meetup? It's probably another easy way to do it. I run one, and um, I've met a few investors from there that I've consistently stayed connected with as well. That's kind of an easy way. No, that's great. That's great. Appreciate that. That's that's all great advice. Uh, well, listen, this has been this has been great. Uh, I really appreciate your time and, yeah, and uh, you know, kind of sharing your journey. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff there that, that people can really use uh, and and take as actionable advice and take it from both of us, I guess, that you can do this while still having a job. It's not, yep. it's not impossible. It's very achievable. So, uh, yep. Yep. I think, you know, that's a good, that's a good message to have out there. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll go ahead and there. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. 